you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to our breakfast table. This is Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live. We're in New York City. It's Monday, October 17th. I'm Jamie Erdahl alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty. The Eagles remain undefeated. Teams that claim New York went 3-0 yesterday. Mm -hmm. There was an AFC-defining game. How about it? Let's go. Jersey, Let's Jersey. do it. Time. We said Philadelphia. We need more New Jersey on this show, right, Jamie? We really do. Time for the lead block. It is time for the lead block, and New Jersey will have to wait because oh. Pennsylvania. Dak Prescott did not play. I have a really strong feeling he's going to play next week for the Cowboys, but I'll tell you why in a second. See, I got a fresh haircut for that game. A nice lineup. <laughs> it's clean. And so is the Eagles' record. In fact, it's not just clean. It's immaculate. That's a 6-0 and next to the word Eagles on the strength of a 26-17 primetime home win over their rivals, the Cowboys. And, guys, you want clean. The attire of our very own Mike Garofolo, who caught up with Darius Slay and asked the Eagles about their defense and that great Cowboys D and how they came away with the win. I mean, we great, too. You know, they got a great defense as well. But uh, like I said, man, this game came over to turnovers. And now that's what we did on our side is turn the ball over. I think we're like one of the number one defense in turnovers. So that's what, you know, that's what we're doing on our side. All right, 6-0 and right now. Yeah. How long do you keep this rolling? You just kind of look at it week to week or what? I mean, we week to week, man. We're not really worried about 6-0, and honestly, man. We're just trying to be 1-0 and each and every week and keep trying to progress and get better as a group better than a unit. Yeah, Darius Slay says to Mike Garofalo, I got a defense too. And that defense was a huge part of these Eagles remaining undefeated last night. They looked good all around. What did we make of that win? Man, they did look good. Man, shout out to Harry Roseman. You look at two guys that were out there playing really well last night. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you just mentioned in there, getting the third pick of the game. And James Bradbury, didn't have an interception, had four pass breakups in that game. Gardner-Johnson, somebody that they traded for at the end of training camp. Bradbury released by the Giants in May. Almost basically a week later, signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. 
not on a huge contract, out there making plays. And I said it last week for the Eagles. Hey, you're going to have to go in there, commit to stopping the run, and let your secondary play. And these two guys had huge games. Time after time, early on, they were trying James Barrett, trying to get the ball to him, made a pass breakup in the end zone that was huge. But play after play, Gardner Johnson, after the game, had the picture. He had the shades on and the thing. He's just mm-hmm. cut off sleeves. And that's just the way he plays. The trash talking, the swag that he plays. You can see what he's brought to Philly, and they played some ball last night. It was fun to watch. Guys, two weeks ago, you two sat there and you made the Ravens turn up the volume in their locker room. <laughs> yes. they were in that, and it worked two weeks ago. And then, I, Kyle, last week, you barked something at the Eagles, and I think they were listening. I would just say this to the Philadelphia Eagles. You're 5-0. and You're the toast of the town. You're the toast of the league. If you lose tonight at home to uh, Cooper Rush, you guys ain't squat. You, you ain't nothing. <laughs> you ain't nothing. You lose to your arch rivals at home, and they flip the table. And it's not Dak, who, you know, who's beaten you guys senseless recently, too. I'm talking about Cooper Rush. And I would just say this. We, we've shouted out the secondary a few times. This dude has not thrown an interception at professional football this season. You got to go get one. Slay. If you're slay, you're not dare slay. You just slay. Go get an interception from Cooper Russ. All right, go get one. They went and got three of them, guys. <laughs> and Slay, who we can just call Slay, he got one too. Just roll it. Jason's trying to tell us, it's not Darius Slay, it's just Slay. I'm like, really? It was this guy, Dion? I don't know. He, he, he's had a pretty awesome season. He went and got it. And Philadelphia is so good. I, I just keep saying it over and over. Our old friend Ross Tucker, who covers the Eagles, has already said the last time the, the, when the Eagles were in the McNabb Super Bowl team, this team is way more complete. This team is way more talented from top to bottom. This is when you start falling off and dropping a few games. They're 6-0. and And I have to shout out, I don't know if you know this, the Phillies are also advancing. Yep. And I, I retweeted a guy named OJ Philly on Twitter who, who just released this classic Ric Flair clip. Mm-hmm. And it's Philadelphia sports fans this morning. And he screamed, I promise you this, I'm going to be more obnoxious and more <laughs> overbearing. And I'm going to make you handle it. That is Philadelphia this morning. They're having a moment. Yeah. Phillies, Eagles, 6-0, and Peter. Shout out to Reese Hoskins and the boys. The yeah. Phillies yeah. taking care of business here. Um, you know, this game, we're talking about like it was – the Cowboys came marching back. Mm-hmm. It was a three-point game, 20-17, to 17, and Micah Parsons is dominating once Lane Johnson comes back. And Jalen Hurts takes the field, and like he did against Arizona, when things got a little hairy, like, look at You go on a 13-play, 75-yard drive that eats up eight minutes of clock, goes into the fourth quarter, two big third-down conversions, including this one on third and four, using his legs. 11 straight runs, which is such an identity thing against a defense as proud as Dallas. And then the sneak. And then, of course, Devontae Smith is the guy when they need him most that was coming up left and right. And and A.J. Brown did, too. 13-play, 75-yard drive that would eventually lead to a 26-17 lead. Make it a two-score game. They'd go for two, not get it. The... The, the, the way that Hurts, who I did not see this coming from him out of college. I thought this, okay, let's see what he can be. He is so calm, so much poise. You almost feel like he's got this steady hand. Like, he's very cool. We're all mm-hmm. good. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm the first one to say, I was like, let's see how this year goes before we say that Hurts is the future quarterback of the Eagles. They have two first-round picks. And in the playoff game against the Buccaneers, he did not play well. He has played well every single week. And he doesn't blow you away with stats. He's not necessarily going to win you your fantasy league. But when they need him most, he can operate a 13-play, 75-yard mm-hmm. drive to put this game out of reach. And, okay, let's go to sleep 6-0. I, I think the Eagles have a quarterback. And I think yeah. it was important last night. Did you guys see that graphic? 
traffic on Sunday Night Football. It was so great. It was all the play callers that Jalen Hurts has had since he started at Alabama. Mm -hmm. It was this incredible list of yeah. names. And what I realized in watching Jalen Hurts last night, but also this season, is that he is this like beautiful braid of all of the names that were on that list. He's a little bit crazy like Lane Kiffin. He's smart like Brian Dable. I, like I think he's calm like Mike Loxley. That's a guy that had a very calm presence at Alabama. Lincoln Riley, Doug Peterson, those are the next two names. You can see little bits of these coaches in his game, but Jalen Hurts is the makeup. He is the basis of this. And then to go from Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen, the combo last year, and now it's just on Steichen, this is a fantastic game. I mean, this was it. But you're right, Peter. The numbers didn't blow you away. It was like 155 yeah. passing yards. Like, that's just whatever. It's not whatever because the Eagles are undefeated. I mean, mm -hmm. it was so impressive. He's won nine straight regular season games going yeah. back to last yeah. season. Mm. That's incredible mm -hmm. composure mm -hmm. and command of an offense. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's awesome. And we have so much, we're talking so much East Coast right now. We should throw some love to the West Coast. The real winner is maybe Arizona, who's looking to get a Philadelphia Buffalo Super Bowl. Are, are we ready for that? Thing? Uh, we, we should start preparing. Are we ready? We also, I want to shout goodness. out, we would be remiss not to mention also, Philadelphia Flyers are 2 0 oh, after yeah. a win over the Canucks last night. So it's all coming up, Philly. 2 0. The OG gritty. Joel Embiid gave a little fist yep. up to yeah. Jason Kelsey, the best centers in town. I think Very Philly's good. Very yeah. good. Big oh, Noah's right. in attendance, yeah. too. Got the oh. ball. Shout out, me. Let's get the latest from around the league from our own NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport right now. Ian, the Cowboys took their first loss with Cooper Rush under center last night. When do they get Dak Prescott back? Because this is the question every Monday for the last five weeks that I've been asking you. It feels like now is the time. Yeah, it does kind of feel like now is the time. And don't take my word for it. Take Dak Prescott's word for it. Talk to reporters late last night after the game and he was asked, are you planning to play next week? And he said, that is, in fact, my plan. What he intends to do is get a full week of practice. And the most important thing for Dak Prescott is to be able to be out on the field on Wednesday during a game week. If he's able to practice on Wednesday, this is my understanding, then he has a really good chance of playing on Sunday. He has not done a Wednesday practice the last two weeks. If all goes well, that should be the case this week. Should be able to get a Wednesday practice. He had no issues after throwing before the game uh, last night. That was also a very good sign. This goes according to his plan. Right at six weeks, Dak Prescott should be back for the Cowboys. Meanwhile, much more uncertainty for Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders. He is seeing a specialist today in Los Angeles to see what is next for his broken ring finger. If you watch the game on Thursday, you saw Carson messing with his finger. Clearly something is wrong. Was putting in that little heating pack thing he had on his back, trying to get it to function. He played through it, but it was a fracture, and we will see how long he is going to be out. Obviously a huge meeting with the specialist today. Yeah, I don't care how warm that heating pack thingy is on your back. If you have a fractured finger, that thing isn't warming up anytime yeah. for Carson Wentz. That's tough news. I know you'll be all over it. Ian, thank you. Talk to you a little bit later in the show. Let's go! Sudden death overtime. Chiefs have first possession. They must have a touchdown to win the game. Touchdown! Chiefs to the championship game! I think the most entertaining football game ever played. And here we go again. But I promise, it's the same quarterbacks. It's a different game. No Mahomes magic. No Chiefs comeback. No overtime. The Bills win for the second year in a row, guys, during the regular season in Arrowhead. 24-20. Regular season. Our own James Palmer was there. He was in Arrowhead. And he caught up with Von Miller. Played a hell of a game after the win.
Vaughn, you and I talked this week, and part of the reason you came to Buffalo is bring that championship mindset. What does this game do for where you guys want to be? Man, we're still going, man. It's a great team win. We knew it was going to be a tough one. We knew we was going to have to go all 60 minutes, if not 70 minutes. We just kept fighting. And the motto is don't blink. We didn't blink when we was down. We didn't blink when we was up. Great team win for the Bills. Do you move forward thinking you're going to see them again? Yeah, we're definitely going to see them again. This is this, this not the end of the Mahomes and, and Allen era. You know, it's just an honor and a privilege to be a part of it. Von Miller is saying it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of the Mahomes-Josh Allen era. That is awesome. And if you haven't seen it on social media yet, it's also awesome when Von Miller turns around and grabs the social media phone for the Bills and goes, don't blink, don't blink. It's so great. It's so great. That game was fantastic. I was mad that it ended. Uh, it was everything we wanted it to be. And again, just the regular season. What did we make of the Bills win over the Chiefs yesterday? Pete? I, I think we're all honored and blessed to be a part of this also because it's so fun to talk about. I would watch this game 18 weeks in a row if they would give it to us. Uh, we get it once the regular season and we assume <laughs> we'll probably get it in January. Um, but I, I think about what they did in March, and that's the Buffalo Bills. They were like, all right, here we are. We're this team. We're right there. We just need a couple more pieces. And they bring in Jordan Phillips and Daquan Jones, and then six years, $120 million for a guy in his 30s. And it, mm -hmm. we pay for that for big moments. Mm -hmm. And in the biggest moment of the game, here's Von Miller, who was going outside rush the entire game, stunts, it goes inside, beats his man, forces Mahomes off his mark. Mahomes has to evade him. And then Milano comes in, close it, and Taron Johnson gets the pick. That is a designed rush. That is from off-season's worth of training. That is worth watching film. And that is what causes the change. It is the closer play. Vaughn Miller, 0-5 his entire career against Patrick Mahomes. 0-5, had never beaten him. Remember, AFC West rivals, he'd been injured a few times. Alex Smith was in there one of those games. 0-5, he finally gets to win, and he's the closer, the one who wraps the game up. He's the one that gets him over the edge. And Stephon Diggs, who was an off-season acquisition from two years ago, knows all too well how important Vaughn was. Take a listen. Thanks again. I mean, that's what, he's a hell of a player. He's a superstar. You know, he's one of those guys that you lean on. Vaughn is that guy that we will lean on and those players that we, you know, that we need and to make big plays when it matters most. And uh, he did that. So, you know, 40 clip. Yeah, and he's, it's deliberate when they go and they sign that guy. And he chose them. They chose him. Obviously, the Rams offered really good money. And he was like, no, I want to go to Buffalo to play with Josh Allen mm -hmm. and be with that team. Von Miller made a huge play last night. I don't think he's done. Mm. That play was so big during a three-man rush with Milano as the spy. He goes inside with the intent, we're going to crush the pocket. He's going to have to roll out. And then in the secondary, it looks like they're playing two-man. Yeah. They trap the coverage where a guy comes off. It was just, it was beautiful to watch. We might need a McCourty in session. Oh, my that goodness. That, that one play alone was so awesome. Milano unheralded, you know. Unheralded. Under, underappreciated on the play, what he did. No doubt about it. For me, it was Josh Allen and what he was able to do with the Kansas City pressure. Early in that game, they're blitzing. They're coming after him. At one point, he's 0 for 7 against a blitz. And next thing you know, he finds Gabe Davis for a touchdown in his first half. And it was just like, uh-oh, here we go again. And then later on, he finds Diggs for a touchdown on Joshua Williams. He was a fourth rounder. Anybody know where he went? He was at HBCU school. We Fayetteville, Fayetteville State, State, fourth Fayetteville round State. kid. He wasn't an opportunity. In studio sitting yes. there. Beautiful. Getting an opportunity to start. He'll be okay. His yeah. first game Lucky. action and a big game like that is tough. They put a lot of pressure on him, one on one situations. But for you, watch Josh Allen in week three versus Miami. They just sent pressure after him time after time. 
but he adjusted in this game. Not only those two touchdown passes, but bubble screens to Stephon Diggs, quick out routes, throwing it into the pressure. He found, they tried to find a weakness. He adjusted to it. And early on in his career, those is kind of where he would make those mistakes, trying to do too much. Yesterday, he handled it great, mm-hmm. made the right reads, made the right throws, pound for pound, just coming back, mm-hmm. coming back. And he made the last throw to win the mm-hmm. game. You know, watching this game in the afternoon window and then leading into Sunday Night Football, I felt the same way watching Josh Allen's body language that I did about Jalen Hurts, which is just like, does this guy even care that this is happening to him? <laughs> it looks like he doesn't care. But you know what he does care? When he has to out-hurdle somebody. When he literally has to jump over a guy to sustain a drive that would be the go-ahead drive in a game like this. The only thing missing in the game between Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen was the fact that Jalen Hurts didn't jump over a guy. Because to me, I got the same vibe from both of these young men. And it's the perfect segue. This is already, you know, Allen versus Mahomes is getting compared to Manning versus Brady. Alan Mahomes is so much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yes. way better. It's like I don't. It doesn't look like they're playing the same sport. I, yeah. I as much as I appreciate Brady and man, they look like dinosaurs. <laughs> Peyton coming up there in his big sleeves. Oh my heart! Like it, these guys are uh, X Men. Like it is so good and so it's so good that I still can't believe that Mahomes didn't come back and tie it at the end. I minute, still minute four to go. I, yeah. I, I can't believe right. it. And I, I was getting tweets last night from Bills fans. This guy Travis said I waited five minutes after the game was over to celebrate just to make sure <laughs> and the next person came in Trevor those are rookie numbers I'm waiting until tomorrow morning because you can't believe that it's happening that way and the other thing I, I really appreciate about Josh Allen he will not take the bait on the Chiefs thing meaning everybody is trying to get him to say Josh but this one was special right Peter King Tracy Wolfson, I did it myself, and he will not say anything other than another win, and we're moving on, because you know what? It is not January right now. It is not. They won an arrowhead, and that's great, and they beat them. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere, and afterwards, Von Miller said the same deal. Mahomes isn't going away. We're probably going to see them again. So there is no parade today. There is no Super Bowl coronation, and Josh Allen could easily be like, you know, this one felt good, and he will literally say, it's one game on the schedule, and it's annoying as a media guy, because you're like, come on! But I really like it. He's like got like this serial killer thing going where he's just blank, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get him to him, though. Coming up, not only did Zach Wilson play well against his childhood idol, he beat him. He beat him soundly. Guys, break up the Jets. They just blew out the Packers and Lambeau. Let's go. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. 
It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Panthers versus Rams, a lot going into this one. Steve Wilkes, interim coach. Robbie Anderson, who was working out shirtless before the game, by the way. A Rams source told me Robbie Anderson had no shirt on before the game. Mm -hmm. Now arguing with Joe Daly, his coach, and then Wilkes says, all right, you got to get out of here. I thought maybe he might run off without a shirt. No, that was Antonio Brown's thing. That's already been done. Robbie has his own thing. He just leaves. Um, Trade rumors galore. We'll see how this goes. Meanwhile, Stafford beats Jacob Eason in a game. Hello. 24-10. Not one for fans of offense. Trade rumors aplenty for both teams in that game, Peter. Is that right? Yes. Uh, let's get the latest from around the league from our own NFL Network insider now, Ian Rappaport. Lots to unpack with that game between the Panthers and the Rams. The box score said one thing, the sideline stuff said another. What is the latest this morning? We go one by one on the trade rumors. Start with Robbie Anderson and the Carolina Panthers, from my understanding, have been shopping Anderson for uh, a little more than a week now, and it sounds like a trade is something that he would welcome. So I think both sides on the same page here, like they were not on the sidelines. Yesterday, Robbie Anderson getting into it with his receivers coach being told something that he just did not appreciate, spoken to in a way he did not appreciate. He went back at him, was eventually bounced from the sidelines, sent into the locker room. My interim coach, Steve Wilkes, uh, ended up meeting with Team Brass after the game, and we'll see what ends up happening here. I would not be surprised at all if this was the end for Robbie Anderson in some form or fashion, whether it is a trade or a release. Obviously, more on that as it comes today. Nothing firm and final, but something we are going to be watching. Uh, also, trade rumors for Christian McCaffrey, much different here. Uh, McCaffrey is the one that is garnering the most interest from teams looking at the Carolina Panthers roster and going, who could we get? And obviously, it is going to be expensive if the Panthers are going to trade McCaffrey. And I'm not so sure they will, but if they're going to trade him, it's going to take a lot. I know there are several teams that are interested. Uh, they're going to put the Carolina Panthers to a big-time decision about what to do with the one of the faces of their franchise. Uh, and then there's the last trade rumor. We'll get to Cam Akers, the former starting running back for the Los Angeles Rams. Did not play yesterday, was inactive. What is described to me as football and philosophical differences with head coach Sean McVay. Clearly fallen out of favor. Very talented. I know the Rams are getting some uh, trade interest on him. I would not be surprised, guys, if he ended up playing his last down with the Los Angeles Rams as both sides move on. That is a lot to keep track of, Ian. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Talk to you in a little bit. Until then, more Good Morning Football rolls on with more football to talk about, Kyle. Let's talk about Buck Steelers. You could set your watch to it once upon a time that Tom Brady would always beat the Steelers once a year on those great battles. The problem is, guys, in this game, Leonard Fournette had 21 carries for 63 yards. It was not cruising. The Steelers win. The Bucks lose. I heard Mr. Kraft's wedding was really good, though. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Rap flaky, Jason. Yes. Well, the, the Jets were traveling to Green Bay to face Aaron Rodgers, and he was under pressure all day. Zach Wilson beats his idol. The Jets will win the game 27-10, and our own Tom Pelissero was there in Green Bay, and he caught up with Sauce Gardner after the game. Man, always being counted out my whole life. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the main thing. I always said I was going to be here. Nobody believed in me. I, I really wish I had that pick, though, at the beginning of the game. But, you know, at the end of the day, we still got the great team win. This is such a young team. How do you build off this to keep it rolling? Like you said, we young. You know, it's more fuel to the fire. Like, we just got to keep going, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is a blessing, man. Two blessing Lambeau Field, going against somebody like Aaron Rodgers. You know, especially the defense. I know we're we going to soak this opportunity uh, that we just had. We're going to soak it in, man. We're going to continue to grow. That's so cool for those young players. Aaron Rodgers is a total vibe for those guys. He is highlight worthy. They have all looked up to him their entire careers, and then they just went to his house and beat him. That's got to be a pretty cool feather in their cap. Things are looking up in New York. Peter, what do you think about that win? You know, you're watching Sauce Gardner. He's so young. And you see Zach Wilson with, like, Aaron Rodgers. He's baby-faced. You know, I talked to Salah last week, and and he he said, Mike LaFleur's offense, what's so amazing is that they're all flourishing. And he's calling them babies. He's like, all the babies are playing well. And he's not doing it this minute. Like, look at the ages on these guys. This is what blows me away. Brees is 21. Sauce is 22. Garrett Wilson's 22. Elijah, 22. Zach Wilson's 23. Vera Tucker's 23. Jermaine, Quinton Williams is only 24. Grandpa Quinton. He's like the old man in the Unk. room. Oh, and, and I'll tell you what, this guy, I said he was going to be the offensive rookie of the year before the season. I don't pat myself on the back too often. Um, I, I think he's running away with it. Sorry, Damian Pierce. I love your work. And Bailey Zappi, you might have a, a, an argument yeah, too. I'll sleep on Bailey. But Brees Hall is like, I, okay, so here's, I said he looks like Matt Forte. Then the next week I'm like, he looks a little bit like Marshall Falk. And then I got a tweet from someone being like, Dude, it's Gail Sayers. Like, that's Gale the way Sayers. he looks. It's wow. so patient, and he's such a glider. And then Sauce, you talk about a top five mm. pick stepping right up. Mm. Jason, I hear you. Mm. God, you get beautiful. it. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We're hearing a lot like, that's not the same old Jets. Not the same old yeah, Jets. Gosh, do I hate that. I know. They hate that same old Jets, the Jets The fans. same old Jets thing is so corny. It's it so, is obnoxious. These guys don't even know what that but means. But you remember they once had a butt fumble, too. That was very like, frustrating. Sauce Gardner was in third grade for the butt fumble. They got mono. Uh, Geo Smith got punched. You know, let's, like, let's all talk about it. Right, right down the list. You think Elijah Moore knows about Sam Darnold's night out and got Peter mono? Adam Gase once did a press conference where he went like this with it's his not eyes. not the same old Jets. Vinny Testaverde was a long time ago, and those were good times. Other times in between, these guys don't Okay, not the same old Jets, new Jets, and I don't want to hear that term anymore. You want to give some credit to big Joe Douglas, all those young guys he's drafting? Hey, Joe Douglas. Let's go. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Come on, baby. Rex Hogan and the boys in the Let's front go. office. Well done. All those things you just listed that happened to those same old Jets were things that on the onset of Twitter, like, oh, hashtag butt fumble. Oh, Adam Gase eyes. Like, I got a new thing coming for social media, which is Sauce Gardner wearing the so cheese hat <laughs> after the game. Proudly, I mean, he is in Lambo and he is walking around with his hand. What do you want to do with me now? I'm wearing the cheese hat. I am the cheese hat. No, I'm Sauce Gardener. Cheesy sauce, if you will. What'd you make this weekend? Beer cheese, cheese, beer cheese, beer cheese, yeah. cheese steaks, yeah. like any kind of cheese, put it on your head. But Alan Lazard says, no, thank you, sir. Get that off your head. <laughs> that is pretty good. Right, that's amazing. That's just young pup behavior right know there. You know, no, he's like, get that off your head. But that is fantastic. Unaware young football team that's just going to Lambeau and beating the Packers. When you win, you can do what you want. Brees Hall did a Lambeau leap. Yes. You, you win the game. You don't know. You win the game, you talk to trash, you do what right. you want. And the Jets defensive line, they were talking trash and they were doing what they wanted with that Green Bay offensive front, their O-line. Aaron Rodgers was under pressure the entire day. We saw right there in the highlights Quentin Williams, Martin, they're getting after him. He's getting hit. He was sacked four times, but they hit him nine 
times. For Aaron Rodgers, that's not what he wants. He was checking his hand out there. Robert Sala, they asked him about his defensive line. He said, we love our D-line. We think they're a rolling ball of butcher knives, and there's a lot of them that can play at a high level. A rolling ball of butcher knives. Rolling ball. Rolling ball. Whatever that may look like, they exemplified the great in that game yesterday because they got after him, they hit him, Aaron Rodgers was hit by the butcher knives. So you go to that, that block in your kitchen, and you just take them all out, and the cleaver, and the, the bread one, and you pack them together, and then you go, <laughs> not static. It's actually in motion. No, it's yeah. rolling. Who's that yeah. guy? Who do you think you are? Who I am. <laughs> That's it. Pete Weber with the bowl of butcher knives. Wow. Um, but uh, I, don't, I don't know if, did you guys catch Sauce Gardner in the cheese hat? I know. <laughs> Can we just go back to this? I, so I feel good. like, you know what? It's like the butt fumble, we're all joking about it. It's like a tattoo. You can't remove a tattoo. You have to cover it with another one, you know? Johnny Depp gets Winona forever. He makes it into Wino forever. Yeah. This, is, this is what you do, and it's so lovable. I, I find this totally different. There's been times when people have disrespected, like, the terrible towel. Lindell. I remember TJ, who's yeah, yeah, yeah. remember Lindale White stomped on yes. it. People were like, how dare are you? I don't see this in the same way whatsoever. I think he's a young kid who's like, I want to wear that cool cheese hat. I've always, I've always seen him. It's comfortable. It's fun. And also, like, the sauce and cheese goes together. And I feel like there's sort of a, a synergy there. And I feel like Packers fans have got to be like, you know what? Wear the cheese hat. He's a good kid. Yeah, yeah he's, his name is Sauce. You know, Packers fans don't like sauce. I've met them. I think it just works. And then that's how you get rid of all that stupid stuff we talked about is you make new images yes. and they're making them in a sauce. Fondue. That's what that fondue. is. That's fondue. Uh, all right. We have this chat about what this game was going to feel like for Wink Martindale, who spent 10 years in Baltimore and the past four as a defensive coordinator. Now he's with the Giants. Lamar Jackson is in the backfield. He gets stripped. Oh, my God. That is an off-the-couch if I've ever seen one. Giants recover the ball. That is Kayvon Thibodeau. What a moment for Wink Martindale. Lamar Jackson said, oh, he got the best of me. He coached against me for years. He knew what to do. Uh, here's head coach Brian Dable after the win. This league is hard. It's not always going to be perfect. There'll be a lot of people down on you. You might be down on yourself. Wish you could do better. Uh, but you, know, you keep on getting back up. You keep on swinging. I'm just proud of the way they compete. Um, you know, we talked about trying to play fast, trying to play physical, being resilient, and finishing. And, you know, throughout the game, I thought those showed up. Obviously not perfect. There's certainly a lot of things we can fix. That's why we'll be in tomorrow to try to fix them. And, um, you know, I was just proud of the way the guys competed. Man, y'all can see my emotions going crazy. We did it, man. We in men life, man. I love it. I'm happy to be here, man. Go Big Blue, baby. It was amazing. That was amazing to see that kind of emotion out of Kayvon Thibodeau after that win. Uh, he felt that moment as a rookie, an impactful win for the Giants. Now 5-1, surpassing their total wins last season. Oh, my goodness. New York football is a beautiful thing. What do we think about that win? You know, it's funny. They're they're down 10 points in this game, and it's like, all right, the way this Giants team is built, they're not built to come back. It's not like you know Daniel Jones is going to go back and start picking you apart through the air. They're a kind of team, you get a nice seven-point lead, you hold on to it. Just the opposite. They did this last week, down 14 against the Packers in London, and then they're up against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, who have Justin Tucker as the greatest weapon in the game, and they find a way to come back. They believe. They believe in their coach, and they seem to believe in their quarterback a whole bunch. Saquon goes down with the shoulder. It's dangling. Like, all right, it's over. It's not over. They are so, so fun to watch because they don't quit, and they believe in each other, and they're really well coached. 
Is it okay? Can we? Is it okay if we say anything good about Daniel Jones? Go for it. No one ever does. We get so far into yeah. these discussions and no one speaks of the quarterback. Daniel Jones threw two touchdowns. He didn't run for him. He didn't game manage him. And I, I, he's not Allen and Mahomes. He's never gonna be. Dang, this guy's five and one, and it's just like it's this unspoken entity. He played a clean game. He took some sacks, but no picks. Two touchdowns. I love Saquon. I, Dave is apparently God's gift to everything, and I love him too. Just for a second, Daniel Jones continues to win, played a good game yesterday. He absolutely does. Uh, that Saquon touchdown that was the go-ahead was set up because front of the show Julian Love mm-hmm. picked off love Lamar Julian Jackson. It's fantastic. His first interception of the season. That's how the Giants have won games. You look at this game Sunday, Lamar Jackson rushed for 77 yards. Kenyon Drake had 119. Andrews went off, but they found a way to make the necessary plays Everything you guys talked about, and then Saquon capping it off with the touchdown run to put them ahead. And then even after that, a key play in the game, if they get right back down there off the Julian Lovett, all the interceptions and all that stuff, then eventually Saquon slides on yep. the ground the to complete the game. Game's over. We've done it. Game's over. Take a knee. Let's go home and celebrate. Once again, good morning to everybody, especially the NFC East. The Giants look good. Uh, the Eagles look really good, but it was a rough night for Cooper Rush. The Eagles picked him up three times. He hadn't done it yet this season. We're talking Eagles Falcons next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's pick them apart and see what direction they go in from here. Yeah, I, I wake up this morning as a Cowboys fan feeling good. Mm. And I know you're like, wait, wait, you just, the Eagles just plastered. They didn't plastered. Like, the Cowboys came all the way back in this game. It was 20-17 to 17 late in this game. And that was with Cooper Rush laying a complete egg. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm watching Micah Parsons dominate this second half once Lane Johnson left the ball game. If you didn't see it in the second half, 
All of a sudden, Lane Johnson goes down with an injury, and Micah is doing Micah things. He's doing it from the pass rush. He's doing it from the pass coverage. He's in on Jalen Hurts on multiple plays. He's covering wide receivers here. You're getting Dak Prescott back. You look around the NFC right now. The Rams can't play offense. The 49ers are all banged up. Tom Brady can't beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. You, you go to Green Bay and you've got Rodgers losing to the Jets and the Giants yeah. in consecutive weeks. Okay. If you're a Cowboys fan, you say, okay, we went toe-to-toe with the Eagles without Dak in their building amidst this Philadelphia sports renaissance. Mm. We're going to be okay. We're 4-2 and two and our leader's coming back on the field. And if anything, they learned that they maybe needed to lean on the run a little bit more while Dak was gone. That maybe we just don't have to shoot ourselves in the foot and then our defense can carry the way. And I think Micah Parsons, in a loss yesterday, showed us that he can change a game if he has to on a dime. He did. This isn't supposed to be a rally the troops speech, but if you're a Cowboys fan this morning, you sure feel good knowing that the NFC is wide open and your team is right in the thick of it. Yeah, without a doubt. There's no moral victories, but if you're a Cowboys fan, you look at that game last night. It was 20-3 to at one point. It just looked completely over with. And to echo what you said, when Dak went down, I think we all went around the table and it was just like, uh, the Cowboys are probably done. Like They didn't look good with Dak. Now Cooper Rush is coming in. Who's behind him? This, that, and the third. They're now 4-2 and two with Dak about to return. But I take you to that game. Ezekiel Elliott rushed for over six yards a carry. Yeah, and nice. then he comes back. He scores that touchdown to put him 20-10. to 10, And then the drive that Cooper Rush and the Cowboys are able to put together. Cooper Rush did not play well at all. But there's some third down conversions by Ezekiel Elliott right here. Rips off a 12-yard run throughout this drive. And this is a Cowboys team that yes once they get their quarterback they're going to be at better standings but they know what it takes to win they know how to fight and a game like this it should have been over with they come back they get within three this drive is towards the end of the third quarter leading into the fourth and they give themselves a chance to win the game now credit to philadelphia getting the ball back jalen hurts taking him on the drive finishing off with the Devonte smith touchdown but if i'm a cowboys player right now we have what it takes we have to believe in ourselves we have to get back to work but let's keep this thing going get dak back they already have the formula now. Run the ball. Yeah. Dak, you make the necessary plays, and they're ready to think of it. I'm a little sad. I, I, was, I was big. Uh, yeah, you were big. Yeah. You know, I tried to tell it's, you. Uh, it's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Very good. 25th anniversary <laughs> well of that song was last week. It was a long oral history 20, on it. Oh, yeah, the ringer did it. And I feel that way about Cooper Rush. I, I had talked myself into this this fairy tale that they were just going to ride him all the way and we're going to use all this loose language to keep Dak on the sideline and just to keep off the field, let's ride this Cooper thing. The Cooper thing went down in absolute flames. The three-interception loss on national television. It's done. It's over. It's Dak time. And honestly, could it have played out any better? To, to Peter's point, you know, they, they played okay. They didn't get destroyed. And now Dak comes back in back against the Lions. And we've seen their defense this year. It has struggled woefully. So maybe Dak comes back and puts up all these stats and everything. And we go down and... I just have to say, I love the Cooper Rush thing. I was here for it. And now we'll gleefully transition to the Bailey Zappi conversation. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, right. I know. Uh, it's basically the, the Cooper Rush quarterback debate uh, walk so the Bailey Zappi one could run. And here we are. <laughs> but Cooper Rush, uh, all heart, loved you. Huge winning streak. And now, Dak, you're the man. You're the, you're the governor of Texas. You make all the money. Let's go, buddy. Listen, Cooper Rush got him here. And you yeah. know what's another thing that he did? He, I think he sparked a little bit of a flame for C.D. Lamb. We had conversations on the show before the season began, how can this Cowboys team be good besides this defense? And CeeDee Lamb had to become the guy. He had to become wide receiver one. And you know what? 
spoiler alert, he's done that with Cooper Rush at quarterback. He's had two touchdowns in the last five games that Cooper Rush has started. He's averaging 76 receiving yards per game. You want to hear the numbers when Dak Prescott is a quarterback over the last eight games with CeeDee Lamb? No receiving touchdowns and 50 yards per game. Those two, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, they need to get into a room and maybe invite Cooper Rush and say, okay, so what was happening between you two that we can recreate? Because in order for the Cowboys to move along with Dak Prescott at quarterback, which is the right decision, you need CeeDee Lamb to be the option that he is on the outside. And obviously something was going on with Cooper Rush that got CeeDee Lamb there, and now Dak Prescott needs to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Appreciate that. I like the Cowboys being good. I just I think that's awesome for... Or very eight. bad. One or the other is very good oh, yeah. for our show. Not not a lukewarm Cowboys. <laughs> we don't want eight and nine Kyle Cowboys. loves a good lukewarm Cowboys <laughs> Look, conversation. Dave Campo, you can have that. We're, we don't want that. Yeah, no, I, I'm more about the 6-0 and o Eagles. I know. Yeah. I get it. That, that, Peter, that was a huge spoonful of moral victory you just gave the Cowboys. I did. Huge. Coming up on Good Morning Football, which moments from week six were so good that you had to grab your remote, scramble, drop it, pick it back up, rewind it because you wanted to see it again. We're going to give you our picks later on. Feels good to stick that perfect rewind, right? Yeah. You stop it right there. Yep. It's like with the gas pump. 20 bucks. Plus, the Bills came, they saw, and they conquered in Kansas City. It was a great game. It was an electric second half. Are the Bills the best team in the NFL? Or is it the Birds? We're going to bait it for the rest of our season. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 